If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Greetings, one and all. This week, I'll be showing you one of my favorite movies from the 1970s, Candleshoe. I'd like to tell you about why and more right here on Soundtrack Alley, the podcast. host Randy Andrews and today I'm showing you one of my favorite old movies from 1977, Candleshoe. I have some facts about the movie and more with what happened with the cast as well as the composer Ron Goodwin. To start many of you off, some may never have heard of this movie. Candleshoe was produced by the Walt Disney Company in 1977 and it starred Jodie Foster, Helen Hayes, and David Niven, just to name a few people. The plot is simply this. When an ex-con artist, Harry, who is played by Leo McKern, claims that a secret treasure is hidden within Candleshoe, an English estate, he creates an elaborate plan to find and steal the prize. By convincing a girl named Casey, who is played by Jodie Foster, to impersonate the estate's owner's granddaughter, Harry hopes to uncover the treasure's location. But when Casey has a change of heart, she must follow the clues and find the treasure in order to save Candleshoe and stop Harry before it's too late. The English estate and stately home of Candleshoe is portrayed by Compton Wine Yates in Warwickshire, England, which is the home of British peer Spencer Douglas David Compton, nicknamed Spenny, the seventh Marquis of Northampton. The Severn Valley Railway that runs between the Midland towns of Bridge North and Kidderminster in the United Kingdom was used as the location for the film. For you train enthusiasts, the steam train featured in the movie is called Small Prairie, a GWR-262T, with the registration number 4566. The film's candleshoe title is taken from 16th century English Tudor, stately home, and country estate, where most of the action in the movie takes place. 
You probably noticed that I said Jodie Foster. Well, she was 15 when the movie actually came out. And it was very close to the time that she also did Freaky Friday. After this picture, she didn't appear in any movie for about three years until 1980 when she starred both in Carney and Foxes. This was the final four set of movies that she was in that were named or made by the Walt Disney Pictures Company. The films included Candleshoe, Freaky Friday, One Little Indian, Napoleon and Samantha, and then one televised film called Menace on the Mountain. Jodie Foster's character named Casey, in the movie she was in a gang at the beginning of the film, and one of the gang members had a t-shirt that said Pirates on it, which showed the relation to the Captain Joshua in the film. One of the characters, Priory, was played by David Niven, who wasn't the first choice. They actually were going to go with Laurence Olivier, but he turned the role down. David Niven had played four roles in the movie, and they were Priory, Gipping, John Henry, and Colonel Dennis. I've got to say, it was one of the funniest roles I think he's done, and shows his range of acting. Uh, actor Bruce Forsyth had said in interviews on the BBC Breakfast Show in May 2013 that he was even an early choice for Priory. But then the cast was sent to David Niven, who had originally turned it down because he hadn't read the screenplay. But then he changed his mind. If you know who Helen Hayes is, I'm really proud of you. This was her last movie ever. She was known as the First Lady of American Theater. Some of her more popular movies was Farewell to Arms in 1932, Anastasia in 1956, Airport in 1970, and Herbie Rides Again in 1974. She was amazing in this film, and even in all her films. The director of Candleshoe, Norman Takar, had directed many other Disney films from the past. He did The Horse in the Gray Flannel Suit, No Deposit, No Return, a personal favorite of mine, uh, The Apple Dumpling Gang, and The Cat from Outer Space. So on to some of my musical facts that I have for you. Uh, this was one of the scores that Ron Goodwin did that offered both comedic and dramatic music. Uh, the events in the film are funny, exciting, and even warmly sentimental. And so he tackles all of them with his score. Uh, one of the main themes that really stick out in my mind is the clip, Casey Takes a Walk with Lady St. Edmund. It's also in the opening portion of the end title, and I'll be covering this actual cue for you later in the show. And secondly, another dramatic sword fight action music is the big fight at Candleshoe. It has blazing brass and powerful rhythms unfolding to similar harmonies. Uh, the results are widely varied, and the orchestral scoring is really unique. Ron Goodwin 
scores the lilting candle shoe waltz for both vintage phonograph style, uh, in which there was an ensemble, even with a full orchestral statement. And it was for a nostalgic scene between Helen Hayes and David Niven as they dance in the Great Hall. Uh, during the climatic sequence in the Great Hall, when the pirate treasure is revealed, the score prominently features part of the theme, A Pirate's Life for Me, from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland, which was composed by George Bruns. The movie score uh, features parts of that melody from the ride in various different arrangements throughout. So these have been a few of the facts that I was able to dig up from my research. So now I'd like to play a few clips from the score uh, to give you a feeling for the film. The first clip I'd like to play for you is, of course, the main title sequence. It's loud and energetic, but shows that there is fun to be had in it. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
The second clip I'd like to play is called Casey Takes a Walk with Lady St. Edmund. This gives you a great deal of heart and soul for the movie. Before I play the last clip, I'd like to play for you the Candle Shoe Waltz. It's very nice and fitting for the film, and I enjoyed it tremendously. It's really hard to pick some good clips to share with you today, and this is one of my favorites. So finally, we've come down to another end to a podcast. I hope you've enjoyed learning about Candleshoe, and I hope this music has certainly enlightened you. Uh, you can find my podcast on iTunes or on Podbean. Uh, you can check out my soundtrack blog at SoundtrackAlley.net and see what I'm posting every Sunday. So to close out the show, I'll play for you The Big Fight from Candleshoe, or at Candleshoe, and so I'd like you to enjoy it. And next time, I'll be...
showing you some facts about close encounters of the third kind. Happy listening!